Welcome to Rabbit Hole, previously known as Down the Rabbit Hole. Exactly. That was before the pandemic. Well, during the pandemic, we also released a few episodes. A few episodes, but this is now the slimmed down 24 version. Right? Yes. New version, video version. You yeah. might recognize our voices, but this is who we are in person. But we're also going to spin out an audio-only edit. So yes. We'll be released at the same time, for yeah. sure. Released at the same time. You don't have to miss anything. And subject material, same stuff. Yes. And today's episode is super interesting. Yeah. It's Morbid Curiosity. It's called yeah. Morbid Curiosity. And you will find it interesting because you are maybe going to discover things about yourself. Yeah, maybe. Um, we didn't think Morbid Curiosity was a thing, but yeah. apparently it is. It is. So we thought we'd get ahead of the game and, <laughs> and do an episode. And let's do the episode on it, yeah. Yeah, so let's, let's go to let's that. Let's see it and see you after. Cool. <laughs> Mind. Welcome to a mind segment for Rabbit Hole. Oh, I and like these. Those mind ones are mind-blowing. They usually yeah. are. We learn things. Yes. Right? I think this is a very interesting segment hmm. uh, in the sense that uh, maybe we'll reveal a little bit about ourselves. <laughs> so. Yeah, not all very good. <laughs> true, true. Or not. But uh, today we talk about uh, morbid curiosity. Yeah. Now, I I don't know about you, Rafa, but I didn't actually think morbid. I just thought it was a phrase. I didn't realize it was a thing. Did, did you? I think that you can measure, I guess. Well, apparently That's you can, thing. Yes. right? Because I think that uh, well, when, you could find usually, oh, this is very morbid or yeah. that word morbid and yeah. it's... It became like a normal thing to say yeah. in a way or attached yeah, it's to become things. maybe a bit devalued or something. Could be. But the fact that actually when you talk about morbid curiosity and you yeah. can measure it, yeah. it's what makes it the topic of today. So so the thing is, let's start with a kind of general, you know, what what is morbid curiosity? Mm -hmm. It's basically for example, are you a fan of horror movies, for example? Mm -hmm. uh, now I and this is interesting, not, no, it's probably not interesting, but I have an aversion to watching, uh, I don't mind the odd horror movie, but I'm not into like slasher movies, you know, no. No. and I'm not into... Massacre movies, this kind yeah, of... I'm not into, you know, I don't need to see the inside of people's bodies. Yeah. Spread up the walls and across the kitchen table and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um... I just don't watch those movies because I, I don't. I say to myself, I don't see the point, but there's obviously something deeper going on. Which, yes. So. Well, it's about all kind of also violence. Yeah. It's yeah. related to also violence, not only horror and this kind of. Uh, so it could be violent news, for example. For example, that's a good a good one actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah you gave an example, obviously. My friend here is originally from Mexico, so clearly he has more experience than I do from England. <laughs> to a point, I to think. To a point, I unless, mean... unless you include London in that. And that's another, <laughs> another story. Yeah. Basically, what we were talking is about also how this uh, morbid curiosity somehow, at some point, it has become a bit uh, normalized. We were talking about that, weren't we? Mm -hmm. We were thinking that... 
you know, you read you read generally around uh, the media about the you hear phrases like the coarsening of social discourse. It sounds a bit fancy. All it means is people are a lot more rude to each other than yeah. we're pretty sure they didn't used to be, right? Mm-hmm. Do you agree with no, that? No, I agree completely with uh, that. And I think also you also read about uh, an increasing distrust in mm-hmm. uh, public institutions, you know, the rule of law. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Do do Does your parliament work correctly yeah. as you think it should for you? Does does do the law courts work, or are they? Can you buy them if you have money? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Answer yes. Uh, yeah. Literally, it doesn't matter which country you're in. Um, so the, we we are kind we're kind of aware, obviously, overall of this kind of I don't know yeah. kind of lessening of a coarsening of everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe more curiosity is kind of mixed up in there, isn't it? I, I think so. And what made us really get into the topic, as I said, is the fact that there's a morbid curiosity scale, <laughs> which was which was new to us. And we're like, okay, now we have to test and check. Now we're getting curious because right? exactly that's when you get curious, probably. Yeah. Because we made the test. Of course, we will discuss our results a little later after yeah. we discuss a bit more about the topic. Yeah. Uh, the questionnaire is very simple. It is very simple. You can do it online and we'll provide you with a link to it. And it's a it's proper simple, job. It's simple, 20 questions. Go through them. At the end, you get your scores. And then we will discuss about the scales and things. Yeah. And uh, But let's move on to... But I think, just before we can, uh-huh. I think it's worth saying in this modern yeah. era of... Uh, nobody has to lose, right? I think we should say yeah. to you that there is no wrong result on morbid curiosity. Okay? No. Everybody's a winner. Yes. Okay? Well, basically, that's why we moved now to the studies that have been made about this. Yeah. Bec- because, in general, morbid curiosity in itself is not really that bad. Or nothing that is out of uh, the normal. It's an li- evolutionary, it's a symptom of an yes. evolutionary trend. But once again, once you start to have a scale, then there's not... And you can start comparing. Not out of normal than not, but then yeah, you end up in... There yeah. is no wrong answer, but there are some interesting answers. Yeah, some answers like are more interesting than If you want to quote it a bit, yes, yeah. that's how it is. Yeah, so... Basically, uh, measurements of morbid curiosity are actually divided by academics, people who do studies and so on and so forth. Were, were they very morbid, cur- curious about well, stuff? Well, we became morbidly curious about morbid curiosity, so we're already down the rabbit hole, right? True. So I agree with you. I'm not going to get into it. Yeah, you know, like... Um, I'm going to say it anyway. You know, uh, there's this kind of thing, trope about psychology students or mm-hmm. psychiatry students at university, that the vast majority of them actually sign up for the uh, degree course or whatever it is because they're trying to figure out their own shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wonder whether these people who are 
creating these morbid curiosity uh, kind of tests, evaluations, uh, secretly wanted to know what their kind of measure was, right? Mm-hmm. And the people around them, you know. Yeah. The, I knew that guy was blocked. <laughs> Get rid of him, right? Anyway, so there are four domains, they call them. Yeah. And would you like to just run through yes. them? Yes. Uh, well, first we have the minds of uh, dangerous people. Which we never really thought about. Yes, violence, which mm-hmm. I think is the most common to find yeah, in general. That's the action itself, yes. violence. Then we have paranormal danger. Mm-hmm. Interesting that appears in there. Mm-hmm. Then body violation, yeah. which is the aftermath of violence. Yeah. And you can see Rafa smiling there for a reason, but we'll come to that in a minute. But there are no wrong answers. I just want to emphasize that. No judgment, right? No, I mean... <laughs> it's just... Well, let's yeah. continue to that first study because it's, uh, yeah. so, it's interesting. So the studies were divided up into the four domains. Yeah. Right? And the uh, what they were trying to answer were... Through four studies, they were trying to answer three questions. I'll just review them. Mm-hmm. So the first question was, is morbid curiosity linked with higher belief in conspiracy theories? Interesting question. Yeah. Second question, is the link between morbid curiosity and interest in conspiracy theories driven by people's perception of threats? Mm-hmm. That's a good one as it well, is, actually. It is a good one, actually. And then the, the third question they were trying to answer was, does morbid curiosity make people more likely to seek out conspiracy theories as explanations for events? And this kind of chimes back to what we were talking about earlier about lowering trust in institutions and, you know, explanations that the government gives Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or things like, you know, the end of the world, that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, the study groups were very well structured, and none of the study groups for the four domains shared participants, and there was an mm-hmm. even split in gender. And yeah, we uh, just talked before we started recording about, because uh, I, I didn't include it in the notes here, about... Is there a difference in gender on the issue of morbid curiosity? And we looked it up, and there is no, no difference. Yeah, which that was interesting as well. Did it surprise us because we're two blokes to me, talking yes. about it? Well, I don't know, maybe. Uh, and if, my... it, if it would have been bloke and a woman, the woman would have gone, oh, that doesn't surprise me. Probably, I don't know. I don't know. My uh, my view on that was that, you know, the fact that uh, usually yeah. younger people are more inclined into this yeah. or easier get into this. Curious. Curious. Right? Yeah. I, I would have thought that had to do with hormonal uh, development yeah, and, and younger brain, guys yeah. with more testosterone and, you know, yeah. getting a bit more, uh, you know, interested in this kind of violent yeah, situation. Here's an interesting thing. It just occurred to me. What about like with young uh, uh, girls, mm-hmm. you know, uh, maturing, curiosity about things like uh, eating disorders and um, 
you know, like, mm-hmm. um, but would, would or you even call that related or to something. morbid? Well, you might be, you might be tempted to mm-hmm. look at uh, Insta page mm-hmm. because you are having your own issues about whatever food or whatever, mm-hmm. and you see something on an Insta page about somebody who's bigging up their life as an anorexic or as a bulimic yeah. or a whatever or self harm or isn't that mm-hmm. same thing it's violence isn't it yes i guess you can it's consider it as well it's just, but, yes mm-hmm. i don't know just there you go wandering off subject yep. anyway so let's get into outcomes what were the outcomes of these studies do you want to yeah the, the first one actually uh, found that the more morbidly curious people were the higher their general belief in conspiracy theories uh, we kind of weren't that surprised, were we? No. What? And I was, uh, my view onto this mm. particular study was that, well, uh, normally or nowadays, uh, I guess uh, the beliefs of people are very divided. And that lack of maybe trusting or willing in something because there's always some kind of uh, deceit sometimes behind things yeah. uh, makes you want to cling into something to believe in. Yeah. And I don't mean religion, for example. No. Uh, I mean more uh, real things happening around you. Yeah. The, how can we say, social uh, or yeah. human yeah. Uh, activities, or activities events, uh, events yeah. happening. And believing actually conspiracy theories makes you kind of attach into a level of maybe like religion, like gives you some kind of uh, group uh, belonging or something. Yeah, like you're belonging to belonging, a, but an also maybe group. maybe a sense of okay, I couldn't do anything about it anyway. Right. But there's something that there's hanging, keeping you hanging, certainly, hanging in there. Certainly, something I've read elsewhere about conspiracy belief is that the world is very complicated, For as sure. we know, mm-hmm. and that basically people, well, I don't want to say majority, but a significant mm-hmm. group of people have difficulty processing complexity. Yeah. And, and, what, they, it, it, and what they seek is simplicity. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know about you, but conspiracy theory explanations of things are always, I don't know whether you've noticed, they're always simpler than the actual explanation. Because the explanations, mm-hmm. the actual facts are complicated and there's a lot of interaction and a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. nuance and blah, 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 and people can't apparently handle that. Uh-huh. So they go for these really simple explanations, no matter how crazy. Right? Yeah. But I think at the same time, not all conspiracy theories turn out to be all crazy shit. I agree. but any... Maybe some become actually like, oh, that was actually the real explanation. But, but... The, the test apparently of any good conspiracy theory is that it has a grain of truth in it. And that, mm-hmm. that is the thing that separates true batshit crazy conspiracy theories from ones that kind of run and run. Because the Mm -hmm. ones that run and run, in the end, it turns out, have 
a kind of a thread of truth. They're not the truth. They're, yeah. a, they're a kind of warped view of the truth. Mm-hmm. But because they've got this kernel of something, they just take on a life of their own. You know? mm-hmm. So, but I agree. Totally agree. Some conspiracy theories are not maybe in the end. Can you actually think of one that we actually know that, because I can't. <laughs> not right now, but let's move on because we're going to stay <laughs> yeah, here okay. one hour we discussing this kind of yeah, okay. So, Study number two. Study number two. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> study number two. Okay. So for study number two, people had to rate, study participants, mm-hmm. had to rate how threatening they felt uh, several explanations of events were. The events included things like mainstream and conspiratorial explanations of the same thing, such as whether aeroplane contrails are water vapour mm-hmm. or harmful chemicals. Yeah, right? the famous chemtrails. Chemtrails, right? Anyway, the study found that uh, the higher people's morbid curiosity, the higher their perceived threat in a conspiratorial theory. Yeah. Or, or a conspiratorial explanation. Mm-hmm. We kind of think that's... Sounds... I think that's... Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think that sounds... It kind of makes... Makes sense with, even with the first of study. Sense. Yeah. Basically, well, we we've kind of riffed about these studies, and they're kind of mm-hmm. they're kind of it's a bit like these actual study questions where yeah. they come at it the same point from different angles to try and mm-hmm. tease out the true kind of measure. Mm-hmm. And these studies have that kind of feel about them, don't they? That yeah. they're actually kind of shifting around, coming at the same thing from different angles. Mm-hmm. So, I guess it depends also on what information the person was having previous to this study. True. Because if somebody has ever heard of chemtrails... Never heard of them. <laughs> but let's say that there's two persons, one that never heard about chemtrails okay. and one that actually have heard about it, mm. knows about them. Mm. So when you come to the study and they tell you what's the correct... Uh, answer for this airplane with this mm. water vapor or chemtrails yep. most likely the person that knew about chemtrails would say chemtrails because they've done their research right they knew from before from the media from mm. a youtube video from yeah. whatever many youtube videos <laughs> probably you go down the rabbit hole and you know <laughs> watch as many as you want yeah no. yeah so yeah i agree i agree because uh They've already rejected the truth. Mm-hmm. So, study number three. Study number three, right? The um, participants were uh, they had to make a choice between a series of pair descriptions, and they have to choose uh, which of the pair they would like to learn more about. So, uh, for example, some were morbid and not morbid pairs, such as uh, seeing, for example, a photo of a man who killed his girlfriend and ate her. That sounds already. <laughs> Or a photo of a man who saved his friend from drowning. Okay? Right. Now, others were pairs of conspirational and mainstream explanations of the same event, like the Titanic sinking because it struck the iceberg, which 
No, I think it's the most. It's, you would say it would be the logical popular. one. Yeah. Versus being deliberately deliberately sunk in an insurance scam. Now, I like, I particularly like that one because... This makes you actually wonder. It could be either, right? But probably the weight of evidence, blah, 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 you know. Anyway. Yeah. Interesting. So that was that study. That was, yeah. And what was found then? Okay. And what was found was that, uh, surprise, surprise, (laughs) the more morbidly curious people were in their choices, such as, for example, choosing to view the photo of the man who killed and then ate his girlfriend with a very nice Chianti and some fava beans, presumably, Mm -hmm. the more likely they were to be interested in conspiratorial explanations. Again, we kind of think hmm, that probably makes sense. Yes, I think uh, that from the first study yeah. that settles the base, then yeah. everything else is really makes sense, yeah, basically. Yeah. And conclusions. Yeah, so conclusions, right? So overall, young people, bless them, tend to be more morbidly curious, mm-hmm. but there doesn't, doesn't appear to be a significant gender divide. Yeah. So, if at all, they at really all. can't tease one out, which, I don't know, it's, I think it surprised you, and I, I'm not sure I was that surprised. Mm-hmm. No. Anyway, Second finding. Yes, yeah, so you want to do this one? Yes, uh, basically, across all the three studies, morbidly curious people were more likely to have uh, general conspiracist beliefs. Mm. Perceived conspiracies, yeah. the, the conspiracy theories to be a bit more threatening. Yeah. And showing a lot of uh, interest in learning more about conspirational explanations. Yeah. So they start to get this uh, um, uh, tendency of shifting into, yeah. go more and more into that conspirational It's kind of like this area. echo chamber effect, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. where, where, especially with social media, you express an interest just yeah. one bit well, and you just get fed more. I get, basically, you just create your own... Um, your own silo. Your own right? bias, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, you reinforce it. Bias. You're yeah. trying to reinforce uh, yourself. Or the social media reinforces it. Or they right? reinforce you, exactly. The algorithm, right? Don't let's start about the algorithm. Right, anyway, so in all three studies, um, the domain of morbid curiosity was more, most strongly linked to interesting conspiracy, conspiracy theories. The domain of morbid curiosity, which was most strongly linked to interesting conspiracy theories, was minds of dangerous people. Yeah, I was getting a bit confused there because of my age. But that's an, another ongoing subject. But So what does it mean, minds of dangerous people? Well... People that have executed or, or come to do very... It's um, other, isn't it? Yes. Outsiders. Something extraordinary more than the normal in violence. The or, out group. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, uh, skinheads or right-wing fascist yeah. violent sympathizers. Like or, aggression. Framed aggression, as they would call it. Yeah. Um and apparently uh the study authors 
offered a kind of an explanation of this minds of dangerous people thing, which is it's to do with evolution mm-hmm. and the emergence of groupthink. Yeah. Um, and it's also very closely linked with language development about 300,000 years ago. And it meant that humans as groups could be curious about mm-hmm. curious about the intentions of potentially dangerous people. So yes, it's like suspicion, right? Suspicion, but in the end, maybe it's uh, a survivalist... Uh, I think it is uh, because better to assume sense, the you know? better to assume that approaching group is dangerous than they just want to party all day and all night. And you avoid it, for example, if you would intend not to. Well, or if, maybe if, if, if you if you tend towards they are dangerous explanation, which is survivable, which is a survival plus advantage, mm-hmm. and you avoid them, even if they do just want to party all afternoon. Yeah, that's better making the incorrect judgment than uh, making the incorrect judgment that they do want to party all day when in fact they just want to murder you all. <laughs> and so if you then invite them in thinking, oh, they want to party all day and then they club you to yeah. death, it's too late. <laughs> so, so you can see that it's kind of survival trait to assume threat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I exactly. Think. But let's check our scores because oh uh, yeah because we're we're if you do the the test you get yeah. some scores so we have out here our scores we do i'm gonna have to put the goggles on for this <laughs> okay shall we shall we do the overall score at the end at the end yes yeah. so yeah. let's start first with the paranormal score yeah so the population average is 3.43 what did you get Rafa? i got a 4.5 So I'm above normal, above the, average, above average in the paranormal, yeah, not, not normal. Yeah, yeah, normal doesn't normal, exist anyway. Right? Yeah, <laughs> about the paranormal score. Yeah. So and I got three point figures, three point six seven. So also slightly above average. Slightly above average. Um, yeah. So what about? I'll do minds of dangerous people. The population average is. 3.03 and I got 3.93 actually sorry 3.93 and I got 3.83 which puts me in the still under average it's just under average yeah what, what did you get I got 3.5 right. so I'm quite a bit under average, under average but still it's yeah close, right? yeah and then the next one Rafa. body violation or bodily injury uh, score which means about uh after violence after right? violence or like the death the people immediate uh, effect after violence. yeah like for example when you watch um movies like um John Wick I guess oh right well, I like those movies no. there you go <laughs> <laughs> this so study's pop- rubbish <laughs> <laughs> population average is 3.08 yeah what did you get I got 3.5 <laughs> <laughs> there, there are no slightly losers. above average <laughs> slightly above average I, I, I got 1.67 which puts me well below average and as I've said to you I cannot I will not watch movies where people are getting Mutilated. turned inside out and bloody yeah. god knows what so violence score I'll do that one mm-hmm. so the average score for violence is 3.18 and I got 
2.67, so quite a bit under. Yeah. Well, I got actually again 3.5, which I'm above average. Interesting. Yeah. Above average. I guess my like for uh, action movies, it's. Uh, yeah, but I like action. But I like action movies. I don't. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. know. Anyway, so let's just do the overall overall score average. So. Across all the studies, all participants, uh, working out the population average for morbid curiosity, one of our new interests, uh, the population average is 3.41, and I got 2.96, so it's a bit under. Yes, I got 3.75. Which is a bit over. slightly over average. But I think, generally speaking, from looking, we looked at some of the scales... We're kind of normal. We're, we're, not, we're not saying normal. normal. <laughs> yeah. We're all winners. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Gen X and millennials. Whatever you score, you're a winner. Okay? No, but that would be interesting. Share your scores. Yeah. In the comments, yeah. I, I think to if you want to share all of them, you can share all of them. Yeah. If you don't want, just don't do just it. Just share your average. But the you average, your... the first one, the morbid curiosity score. Yeah, yeah. That would be interesting to... Maybe you're watching us because you're morbid curious about <laughs> that topics we yeah. talk about. Or maybe you don't have enough to do. We don't know. As well. Yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah. So... That was it for it. the topic. That, yeah. that went longer than I... No, but it was uh, an interesting topic. It was an interesting topic and... Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Next. Next, yeah. So, Rafa, morbid curiosity. That was quite a subject, I think. It was. We literally did learn something about ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and some of it was surprising. Yeah, I but I think we would be interested into knowing what were your scores. Yeah. Share them in the comments. Yeah. And uh, if you have any requests, any uh, suggestions for the show, just let us know down there in the comments. Also in the description, yeah, you will find the link for the survey and link to find our audio podcast. So if you never listened to our audio podcast before, you can go back. Yeah. Find us there. Listen to all the old stuff we have done since a few years ago. And new episodes will be coming in there. And all these new episodes, like the one of today, yeah. will appear also there. Yeah. So maybe you could have a word with your, your what? Social network? Is that the word? Yeah. Is that the word Gen Z's using now? Like a lot of people say, if you like it, share it. You like it, share it. Yeah. Share it with somebody you know. I wish I hadn't said that. But there you go. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to say that typical. Like and subscribe. No. But, yeah, do that. Please. And yet now you've said it. And now I said it, so do that, And we can't un- say it. But... Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was our first episode. There will be more every two weeks. Yes, every two weeks. Don't forget about that. Every day, every Monday, mm. every two weeks. Every Monday, every two weeks. And we look forward to you joining us. Yeah, going on this rabbit hole. Not down the rabbit hole, but we're in the rabbit hole. We are already there, so... Yeah, we're in it. 
We're now trying to find the exit, I yeah. think. So, my name is Rafael Ruiz. My name's Carl Baldwin. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>